on with the show. another episode of the often imitated never duplicated voices of misery podcast and of course i am one half of your dynamic duo of the nerds i'm the nerd and you are Internet. and i'm very smooth today i don't know what the hell's going on it's because i've been talking non-stop all fucking day long so how the hell are you doing i'm fine man you were working long <laughs> fucking day. long ass day of work man i hate this job with the fire of a thousand fucking sons man it's like Every two seconds, you get off a call, another one's there, and it never fucking ends. It's an easy, re- fucking repetitive job, and I hate repetition. It's it's just it, it it's it's basically hell for me. It's like if I died and went to hell, they would be like, "There's your cubicle, put the headset on. This is your fucking job," and I'd be doing this exact same shit. So maybe it's a preview. I don't know. What's going on with you? Not much, man. Yeah. Doing nothing. Seeing snakes in the fucking yard again because it's 76 degrees outside. So that's always nice. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, it was the black snake, though, right? The ones that eat yeah. the other ones? They, they feed off the other snakes and, like, mice and shit. So they're good. Oh, that's fine that they're yeah. good. Get the hell away from the house. I just don't like them. I don't uh, like them. I, I see them and I get creeped the fuck out. Yeah. I don't think it's even because of, like, the, the stigma about them. It's just because they're fucking unpredictable and they're mean. You're not supposed to fuck with these things. And yet people want them as pets. I don't know. They feel like they have to conquer things that are unconquerable. They're like, oh, my God, a snake. They want dangerous shit as pets, you know, to prove that they're something. I don't know. Did you watch anything? Um, no. trying to think. No. I do have a new home turf video I have to, or show I have to watch today. The fuck is that? That's the the challenge home turf where they're going to their hometown and stuff. I can't remember whose episode is today. I can't remember, but I have I have that to look forward to. That's, That's about it. it. Yeah, my life is so fucking exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Did you get the paint done today, or the, the people came in to do a quote? Wasn't that exciting for you? Did you have a good time with that? <clears throat> we finally got the shit done. We've been talking about it for fucking years. At least we got an estimate, so we know yeah. what we got to do. And this motherfucker came in and was like, "All right, here we go. Got all the stuff done, and you know, first we'll of have all, an estimate tonight. First of all, Monday, right?" First of all, this is what happened. Friday, I called multiple companies, yeah. left voicemails on three different places. The dude, uh, the one dude calls me Friday evening, and it's like, um, I'm going to text you later tonight and let you know what time on Monday I can come and, and take a look. Okay, no problem. Doesn't text me at all Friday. Doesn't text on Saturday. Sunday night, I get a text are you available 8.30 in the morning? Whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. He shows up, right? I don't even know where the dude came from. He, like, dropped from the sky because there was no car. I don't know where he was parked. <laughs> like, it was so bizarre. And I'm like, um, okay. So I opened the door, and, like, I was looking at him weird, and he's like, the painting company? I'm like, oh, okay, but there was no car. Yeah. So I didn't know. So he comes in, literally in the house for two minutes, uh... On his cell phone, you know, just uh, looking at something on his cell phone. Took a look at the rooms, and then out he went. I'll e- email you the estimate tonight. Okay, it's three Never days. Never fucking got it. No estimate. Mm-mm. And this company had amazing reviews online. It's the only reason why I even called. Yeah. All five-star reviews. Oh, they're so, they're so good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So we've been sitting here waiting for that. Finally, today was the other appointment. This guy came in. Completely different. He had a freaking business car, a car wrapped in the freaking car wrapped in the business <laughs> the logo, and cards logo. and pamphlets and shit. Yeah, come in like all professional. Had a clipboard and, yep. a, and like an iPad and shit. And I'm like, what the hell? Like completely different experience. He was measuring things, and I'm like, okay, kind of cool, like a laser thing to measure. <laughs> that was pretty neat. I'm like, okay, this dude is legit, and he already with it hasn't even been an hour. Emailed the estimate, and I'm like, yeah. okay, so that's what we're looking at. Still haven't heard from this other freaking douchebag. It's a rough estimate, I'll tell you that. I'm like, what the fuck? So that estimate almost gave me a Pfizer. It's like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, it's because we want a lot done. Yeah, we want a lot done, and you know, it's it's been a while. We want to do it, so it's more than likely we're gonna we're gonna go with this estimate here and just get the shit done because that's what we've been wanting to do for a while. So might as well just get the it's shit. Just like done. the other dude, like I just like so bizarre, yeah. ridiculous. And I'm just like, well, do you want the job or not? Like we're still sitting here waiting. Like, why should I have to call you to remind you mm-hmm. to send me an estimate? Do you want the business or not? So. I'm a little ticked off over that. This guy showed up and was professional. So he showed up and was professional. Fine and with me. You know what? I'm happy with the with the quote. Actually, I mean, it is a little bit higher than what I thought, but it's not so much higher. It's only like you know a few hundred dollars more than what I was thinking. Yeah. What we originally talked about. So I'm fucking good with it, man. I say we go with that one and just get the whole house done. Be happy with the shit. He was willing to fix a spot on the wall that's all fucked up. Yeah, there's like a there's like a crack or some shit from the foundation settling, and that's going to be gone, which is yeah. He said he could fix it. I'm like, oh shit, okay. It was like a small when we first moved in. We didn't notice it until like months after. We're like, oh shit, and it was like, you know, whatever. But now, you know, I'm just really excited about this. Just happy to see the shit done and finally fucking done, but. I we're guess make, we're making moves. Just uh, making moves, man. One baby whatever. step at a time. Yeah. Fuck. But there you go. <laughs> All right. So I gotta say that I finished Friends. Yeah. I finished Friends, but I'm gonna get to that at the end here. The asshole story that we had. Yeah. I got a lot of feedback on that one. That must have been that the was, hardest one of all time. If anyone has trouble remembering, that was the cat. Yeah. Where the boyfriend kidnapped the cat in the middle of the night and gave it back to his ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So that was the asshole story. Yeah. That one, you could have gone either way with it, and people were going either way with it. It was like, holy shit, where'd you find that one? There were updates on it. And I'm like, I don't I don't write them. I just find them and read them. So. People were asking for updates. People asked for updates. Like, I know these motherfuckers. Like, yeah, I was just, I was just talking to Cindy the other day, and she's heartbroken, so we gave one of our dogs. I, I don't know. Uh, really quick, uh, so crazy lady in the chat uh, on the live show was like, you got to check this show out called C on Apple TV. And I did put it on. I watched the first episode and it was the very dude is good. It, right? Yeah, it was very good. It's interesting. It's like they're, they're, they're all blind, but only he can see through like this mystic shit. He can like see, you know, he's like the only person that has vision. And it kind of reminds me of like Bird Box where you weren't supposed to see things. And if you had your eyes open, remember they had like the blindfolds. Is that the one with Sandra Bullock? I don't know. I didn't watch it. You did. You watched the no. same. Didn't you watch that one? Uh, that and The Quiet Place came out at the same damn time, and I, they were scary movies, and I did yeah. not watch well, that's them. not really scary. Well, anyway, you weren't supposed to see what the hell was going on. So, and, yeah. th- and this one is kind of different. Like, no one can see, but it's not by choice. It's because they just can't see. Very violent, pretty badass. A lot of good actors in it. Uh, Alfred Woodard's in the movie, and I'm like, well, or the show, rather. It feels like a damn movie because there's so many freaking big stars in it. Really good stuff, and I'm going to continue it. The reason why I didn't get much further is because I got too much going on. I got too many shows I'm watching. You poor thing. It's too much, man. <laughs> I was watching Friends. I was watching uh, uh, Gossip Girl. <clears throat> and right there, uh, man, listen, that show just got really crazy, and it got really good. It actually got fucking exciting for once. Yeah. And it was because Blair and Chuck broke up because Chuck got shot. And he was, like, missing, and yeah. then he got taken in by some ugly woman who he, like, fell head over heels with but was good, and he bought her back to being, you know, this rich guy. And, and then uh, Blair was like, all right, I'm going to fucking get rid of this bitch because I'm jealous of her. So he cost her Chuck by basically saying she was playing if she needed the whole time and planted some shit in her evidence, or, or she planted some evidence on her, rather. And it was like a, uh, like a passport or some shit. Like Chuck's passport. She put it in the girl's suitcase. Like, oh, see, she knew who you were the whole time. She was playing you. And this guy's some rich, wealthy dude. And she's some poor Amish-looking bitch. And she had no idea who he was. And it was supposed to be some, like, love it. You know, she loves me for me, not because of who I am and what I can do for her kind of thing. So that was good because he fucking flipped out. And he's been taken out on her. And they ended that too quick. I was enjoying those two going at it. Even though I like them together. I was like, can I just get a few episodes fighting? Because they were, like, never arguing. And I came from a show, One Tree Hill, where it was like you're you're broken up and together five times within the hour, and it's just like, <laughs> you know, you're you're dating this girl at the start of the episode, after the first commercial break, you're dating someone else, and it's just, it's just it was too much. Yeah. So the slow pace of this, I guess, it's kind of hard. <clears throat> what else was going on? Oh, Dan thought he was a child of that uh, crazy bitch's kid. I can't. Yeah. I, I forgot. Georgina? Georgina. Yes, thank you. She. I like her. She. Pops I up, know what. And I hell. And I hate her. Yeah. Yeah. On everything she's on. And she everything. showed up on Gossip Girl. The f- moment she showed her face, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. gonna hate Me this too. bitch. I said that she's Mrs. Shoehorn. <laughs> she, you, you shoehorn her into a TV show, and she ruins it. Michelle Trackenberger, I think her name is. Yeah, but man, I, I did like her on Gossip Girl. Like when she first showed up, not really, but then she, man, she grew on me quick. Oh, the girl's name that uh, Chuck was, was was screwing around with was Eva. I hate the way they say her fucking name. Uh, Blair, she goes, Eva. I think she's trying to make fun of her. <laughs> well, I don't know. Pretty good stuff. That that was my personal favorite storyline of that. I'm also watching a show called Mr. Robot. I got too much shit going on. I put that on. Yeah. Dude, I watched the first episode of that show, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is good. <laughs> it's right up my alley, man. Right up my fucking alley. It tickled... It tickled the weird nerve endings in my brain that needed to be tickled at this point in time. And it's only 45 episodes, so it's perfect for me. Yeah. But the actor is so fucking weird looking, man. The guy in this show is a weird looking... His eyes, right? Dude, he looks like he's about to ask you for a cigarette. <laughs> Doesn't he look like he's about to ask... you got those big ass eyes. Hey, man, you got a cigarette? You got a cigarette? <laughs> those big fucking... Hey, man, I need a cigarette eyes. He's got those. So, yeah, it's a fucking great show, though. Holy shit, man. It's about the government... It's basically real life, how people are getting fucked by, you know, these elites in the world, and, you know, um, people are in debt heavily. Like, you come out of the fucking school with, like, $200,000 debt, and there's nothing you can do about it, and these people are just laughing at you, making money off your misery and shit. And this guy's really smart. He's a hacker, and he gets contacted by a bunch of other hackers that are secretly trying to take these people down. And it's fucking excellent, man. Like, the way they contacted him was cool. He plays the character really well as an awkward person, because look at the motherfucker. Really good show, man. I I I like it a lot. I, I fell hard for this show very quickly. So I don't know what to do, man. I've got this C show that I've that I'm liking so far. I got I got to watch a little bit more of it to get into it more. Mr. Robot was instantaneous, but I did remove one, so maybe I have room. You know, I'm gonna talk about Friends here. I do have a final score for Friends, so I'm gonna save that one for the end. But I am gonna go over a few moments here of the show, and I did watch the reunion as well. So my favorite moments were uh, Monica with her frizzy hair, and then she had cornrows in the same episode, and they were like, you're appropriate, and that was a fucking funny one. That was good. Um, uh, who the hell? Uh, Ross walked in on Rachel and Joey kissing. <laughs> he froze, and he, his, <laughs> he just froze her, and his mouth was open. They kept trying to call for him, and then she got up and shut the door in his face. I thought that was fucking hilarious, <laughs> because they're such assholes to each other. They're just yeah. jerks, man. They're, that, that's what I fucking loved about this show, is... The way they treated each other, for some reason, I thought before I watched the show, they were just a bunch of goody two shoes, like corny bastards. But then they're just devious. They turn on each other. They're trying to get over all the time. But they're all like together. You know what I mean? Like they have each other's backs when it matters. I liked when um, I love him. Ross had like that really hot pan in his hands, and he's just standing there with oh, it. Oh <laughs> god, yeah, he's a f- <laughs> fucking amen. Uh, there was another scene where uh, Chandler and Monica were were looking at the adoption process. And he went to meet some family, and they had a kid there. And he told the kid he was adopted by accident. <laughs> and then he ruined it by saying Santa wasn't real. And he, like, what the fuck? Uh, so another thing, too, just another note here for friends, was the whole Ross and Rachel thing, I think, was just complete bullshit. They weren't together for six years at one point. I had no idea it was that long because I burned through the show so fast. Mm-hmm. But Ross said in one scene, he's like, you know what? i got to get over this. He's like, we haven't been together for six years. And I'm like... This is like real life years because the show, like season three, they broke up and season nine, he said that. So I'm like, where the fuck did this Ross and Rachel shit come from? It was Monica and Chandler. It always was. They were the love story the entire time. I don't understand Ross and Rachel, but that's another story for another day. That's just the way I saw it. I don't know. I guess because I watched it when it was on TV, but I don't know. Like you always root for them to get back together. I, I, I don't know. Were they on a break or were they not? Uh, they were on a break. They were on a break. That's a typical fucking they were man. On a break. So stupid. Uh, what? I, I don't know, man. But it reminds me of like Twilight too, where like they were like, "Oh, you got to pick a team." And I'm like, there was no team. The one guy had her the whole movie, the whole series. That guy had and her. he was an asshole. The yeah, whole an, movie. And he and he had her, but he had her the whole time. And then yeah. what was the other one? Uh, Dolphin uh, and 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 uh, what the Stefan. Oh, Damon. Dolph had her the whole time, too, pretty much. So I'm like, where was this love story? I, I just don't... Maybe because you binge I, it or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't the, get it. The, 
there are sides. People, you need to pick the right one. People watch for six seasons. They, and when Monica and Chandler, the greatest thing on oh, of no, the everyone, 90s were happening? Everyone liked Monica and Chandler. Oh, okay. It's just, yeah, it's, they, they weren't hated or anything. I like, know. I loved them together, but I always rooted for Ross and Rachel to get back together. Especially after having a baby. Yeah. I like the episode where Rachel's sister, uh, Christina Applegate, she got the baby's <laughs> ears pierced. And I was like, I was like, you can't do that shit, man. That was a fucking good one. <laughs> oh, the funniest moment was uh, when, um, at the end, this was like after the, the credits were playing, they had some scary painting that they were scaring each other with. And Rachel had it on. She scared Joey. And then she turned around and Monica had it on. And she scared <laughs> her. I, thought, I don't know why that fucking killed me that one night. Um Oh, Ross went on a fucking date with this girl, and it was like a pink shirt, the most feminine shirt ever. <laughs> she had it on, and he took his coat off, and he had the same fucking one on. Like, this guy's such a fruitcake. And then the same episode, Joey was talking to some hot chick. They both had, like, the hottest girls on the show to this, you know, besides Courtney, obviously. Ross drops him, or Joey dropped food on the floor, and he's like, I'm going to hurt my chances with you, but I can't let this slide. He picks up the food and ate it right in front of her, fucking lost the girl. So many good moments in this show, man. And at the very end, the last episode, it was just fitting that when Monica and Chandler get their house and they're all happy, they hear that laugh. Yeah. Fucking she comes over, Janice. I was like, oh my God, man. Gunther came out finally and said he loved Rachel and he knew that was a thing the whole time. Mm -hmm. you, you just knew it the whole time. But finally, he was, fucking He was always it. creeping in the background. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, he's like, I'm, I'm collecting people's birthdays for something and then he gets her birthday and then they brought with my birthday. Shut up. He fucks off. <laughs> oh my god I give friends an A plus yeah there's no other grade for it no there's no other score it can't get anything lower than A plus it, it was the perfect sitcom at the perfect time with the perfect cast so mm -hmm. it was a, it was a great show man it, it, it had everything it had romance it had, made you laugh made you cry it had every, mm -hmm. everything you could possibly want in a show it was perfect I would probably say it could be the greatest sitcom of all time I would even go so far that and Shit's Creek, man. They they were just Shit's Creek. Both of them were so fucking good. The the reason why Shit's Creek is so high for me and it didn't have the amount of episodes is because it knew when to end. Yeah. Imagine if Shit's Creek went another two seasons, maybe it wouldn't have been as funny. It ended right. Um, what did you think of the reunion? Oh man, perfect. Mm. Did a lot of fan service to it. Yeah. They missed a couple of things. I'm like, how could they miss this or that? But they they nailed enough of it. I'm glad they did it before Matt Perry died because he because he, he was, I know he was my second favorite character in the show. He was God. my favorite guy in the show, but it was Monica then then Chandler were my two favorites the whole time. They only did it like a year or two ago, right? It wasn't that long ago. Like, yeah, they, thank yeah, God they did it. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, because man, he didn't he didn't look as bad as I thought they were gonna because they were saying he sounded bad, like slurring his words and shit. I didn't think it was that bad. He seemed People slow. thought he was drunk and and stuff like that, but yeah. like doing all that damage to you. You know, maybe, maybe he was, I mean, he was a bad alcoholic and I'll tell you, man, just like, you know, knowing about drink, cause I used to drink, man, I'm not going to fucking you know, sugarcoat, I used to drink back in the day and holy shit, sometimes you drink and you get to a point after drinking so many days in a row that you feel normal after you had a few, Yeah. but you're still not quite there. Your brain is a little stupid. You know, like maybe that was what was going on with him. I'm, I'm thinking he drank enough to get his courage up because he hasn't been in front of a camera. He knows he looks like shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He probably had some liquid courage in him, but I don't think he was. I don't think so either. I like I'm the celebrity so cameos. Yeah, it was nice, mm -hmm. man. It was it was really good. The last episode, if I if I loved Friends as much as everybody else did, I might have shed a tear. I didn't. I know a lot of people did during did. that moment. I didn't. I was like, oh, this is sad, but I'm not gonna do. It. I, I can see why people cried. When Rachel walks in at the end, she said she didn't get. She got off the plane. Oh yeah. my god, I yeah. bawled. I'm like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, you fucking Yay! asshole, you <laughs> fucking asshole. I got the plan. Nice. What a bitch. And then he comes fucking just lays a good one on her, man. I like when they were doing the table reads in the reunion. That that was cool. Mm -hmm. I'll yeah. tell you what, Phoebe looks the best out of the whole group at this age. She didn't age one bit. She was she carried the reunion, I thought. She was fucking hilarious. She was doing all her Phoebe stuff. Yeah. She made it interesting. But Jennifer Anderson tried. You know, she Courtney still Fox, looks good, creature. but she's eight she's definitely aging. Yeah. So she just hasn't done as much work as uh Courtney Cox has to fuck her face. Him. Dude, where That's the fuck all. was Courtney Cox? Was she even at the reunion and dragged some <laughs> creature from the Black Lagoon out there? Didn't know what the hell was going on. Oh, Lord. But yeah, A plus, man. Fucking A plus plus. That was the proud. I don't know, man. Of all the things that I've seen of, that I've been catching up on, I would have to say for the past like year, year and a half, I guess, I've been watching things. Number one is Supernatural still. Yeah. Number two is Friends. Um, 
You can do another sitcom. You then Vampire do... Diaries. Everybody loves Raymond. I was going to do Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld, okay. I was going to do it, but it's not on anything. It's, uh, you really? Have to, you it's have to not? Buy it. Yeah, I thought it was going to be on Max. Because Curb Your Enthusiasm is on there. And I think the guy who wrote Seinfeld is on that. So. Oh. Larry David or some shit. So I think Curb Your Enthusiasm is going to be next. But right now, I've got too much shit. I'm going to slow it down a little bit. I would love if you watch Everybody Loves Raymond. Hey, Raymond. Yeah. Raymond. Dang, dang. Every time I had Rayman. that show on, you would, you would do that stupid impression. I'm like, oh, oh Raymond. <laughs> I don't think I could do that show, man. Because it's so good. Raymond. <laughs> so <laughs> good. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, fucking So, yeah, that's about it. That's what I've been watching. Let's move on here with the show. I got a lot of shit here to get into. There's a lot of crazy things going on in this world. You got anything good, positive, bad, ugly? What the hell you got today? Um, I don't know. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember, but I'm. Whatever. Well, I got a quick update here for you, and I don't even know where to fucking start, man. So, New York, they were planning on putting migrants in luxury apartments at one point in time, and this was outraging people. They were going fucking insane here. I don't get it. I don't understand what the hell's going on in New York. They were the ones out there, the front and center. We're a sanctuary city. We want all your migrants. Come here. We will take you. The racist people in the Republican states won't take you. We will, right? Melting pot, whatever the fuck, buzzwords they want to use. All these people flooded New York, and what happened? We can't take them anymore. And they were going out there. Uh, Mayor Adams was out there fucking blasting Biden, saying that they're not getting any help from Washington, D.C. They've abandoned us. New York's by themselves. They were trying to ship them to other parts of the country. Other parts of the country don't want these people. This is your problem. You want it. You deal with it. Sending busloads. Uh, Greg Abbott's doing this here from Texas. I think Florida might have sent migrants there, too. Just flown them in. Just dropped them the fuck off in New York. JFK, here you fucking go. You want these <laughs> bastards? You know, they ran out of space. They're all over the place now. So they're giving them, like, luxury apartments. That was the, the plan at one point. These $1,000 debit cards weren't enough. Cell phones, food vouchers, you know? I mean, what the fuck else, you know? So they're abandoning that now because, as you can honestly uh, see, and obviously just guess here, that people are going to be pissed off. So Eric Adams abandoned the plan to lodge migrants in a vacant luxury apartment building Thursday after public opposition. The Democratic douchebag instead decided during a community meeting to use the Harlem building as a shelter for long-term city residents. The fact that he had to even... I mean, think of it this way, right? These people were there beforehand. These, these same people that are in there now that you moved in there. Your local New York bums, if you want to call them that, for, you know, to, just to give them some kind of a label. They've always been there next to this luxury building, sleeping outside that motherfucker. How come they weren't in there before? They were only offered it after the outlash of them trying to give it to these fucking migrants that came off the bus. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, shit. Because people were saying, like, wait, we've had homeless people here. They're all, they've been, our own people are here. Why can't they be in these apartments? Why are these people getting off the bus, breaking the law, and just getting put up with all this shit? So that just went nuts. So he acted like he didn't know what was going on, even though he was the one that proclaimed it. He says, I told the team, find out what's going on. We're not moving folks into a brand new building when you have long-term needs in the community. That's not going to happen. The decision came after members of the, of the public raised concerns over the plan, including Silent Voices United Executive Director Tiffany Fulton. She told the National Desk Wednesday she was informed of the plan by Representative Adriano Espalat after hearing of workers loading bunk beds into the complex, which includes condos outfitted with marble bathrooms, granite countertops, as well as a rooftop swimming pool. That they can all wear their fucking sweaters and fucking swim around in their boots and shit. Like at the fucking water park. So this is basically them passing the buck here. Now let me just say something. If you're the mayor and you have bunk beds getting moved into a luxury building and you don't know about it, what are you actually doing? Because this sounds like a call that would have been something he would have had to sign off on, right? You, I, I, I mean, no you idea. would think so, because like yeah. I can't, I can't just go get beds and move them into a building and just say, "Hey, you guys can sleep here." I would have to get someone's permission, and yeah. he would have to sign off on it. But at least, at least these homeless people, and at least people are fucking seeing what's wrong and saying something. At least that's something, right? For New York, it's not gonna change anything. A bunch of yellow striped bastards. <laughs> I mean, they have no fucking guts up there. But at least they finally said something for once, right? No. They keep voting for these fucking scumbags, or maybe they're not. Who knows? And they're just getting the numbers changed, and they're just too fucking. Just aggravates me. Like we have our own damn problems. Why are we bringing more fucking people in here? 
Yeah. And why are we shipping like food and supplies out to fucking other countries? Like, I just don't understand it when we have fucking issues here. I, I, I just, I don't know. Isn't it weird? It, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. That would be the equivalent of me saying, okay, you guys are hungry tonight, but the next door neighbor's hungry, so I'm going to give them our, our money instead, and we're just going to just eat whatever's in the house, which is nothing. Yeah, it just makes no sense. It's the same shit. I mean, you take care of your own, right? You would take care of your own first. I mean, hey, if, you know, uh, like, let's say your sister comes over one day. She's like, hey, I need 10 bucks. And I'm like, hey, we need 10 bucks to eat. We don't have it to spare. We, she doesn't get it. Yeah. But if we had it, you would get it. You know, it's like, but we have people that are homeless. We, we, we don't have the extra to give. We need it here. I don't know why the fuck they're just so willy-nilly with their fucking money and their taxes and shit. The uh, House Representative Speaker, or whatever the fuck, douchebag, looks like Rick Moranis, he fucking came out today and he's like, yeah, we're not going to put out any more of these uh, you know, bills or anything that are tied to the Ukraine. We're sick of this shit. They said that how many fucking packages ago they keep sending these people money. It's just, it's insane. Truckloads and truckloads and truckloads of Seriously. shit. Like, why? What? Who's paying for that? <laughs> you, and what me, about all everybody. the people on the damn street that need shit? Yeah. Like, I just, I really, like, I don't know. I don't. There's just so much. I don't understand it. There's so much weird stuff going on. Like, there's just the money for NASA that they're putting in the Mars and shit that doesn't exist. Like, what the, where is this money going, man? Like, it's, it's just go poof, you know? Whatever. Anyway, I got another one here for you. Ex-Chicago police officer is sentenced to a year in prison for forcing a woman to perform sex act in his squad car. Oh, God. James Sajic. 65, pled guilty in November to one count of deprivation of civil rights, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Northern District of Illinois. He was sentenced Friday to the maximum allowed for the misdemeanor charge. This happened in 2019. He uh, flashed the lights of his police vehicle at a woman walking on the street and said something like, Hey, you can either get in the front or you can get in the back seat, which he meant to be a threat of arrest. The woman got in the front seat, which means you either perform Is a period... No- Go to jail back there. Is there no camera in his car? He turned mm. that off. I mean, like, that's ballsy, man. They would have heard you. You know, like you saying it. Maybe they just forget. I guess, like you just have it on all the time, and you forget it's there. Maybe, like it just becomes a part of the attire. Like if, like if you work Dunkin' Donuts, you know, wearing that stupid fucking knit hat, you probably no. forget it's on all day, right? You just start doing dumb shit with your Dunkin' Donuts hat on. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, look at me. I'm pissing in the fucking jar. What the fuck? <laughs> Dropping a pube Drop in a pube in this coffee. Oh, my God. I don't fucking know, man. Whatever these fucking... You know, they're all like 16 anyway that work. They don't give a shit. They like to do weird stuff. So enjoy your coffee as you're drinking it right now, people. That's disgusting. What do you think about this cop? I don't know. You can either get in the front or get in the back. She's like, fuck it. I'll get in the front. Some cops, man, not all of them, like, the majority of them are good, but, like, some of them, like, you give them a badge, like, they can, they can get away with anything. Well, you gotta think of it this way, too, like, you're giving a human being a badge, which is, like, you know, carte blanche of, like, full rights over another person. Like, you're, yeah. you're giving this person permission to do pretty much whatever you want to someone else. You're giving them a license to fucking tell someone else what to do, and if they don't obey, you can beat them or arrest them or shoot them even, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're giving them some fucking serious jurisdiction, and anybody can be a cop. I still get emails to become a fucking cop because I, I showed interest like two years ago. I still like my idea about the, the trank gun. Just start tranking people. It's just more, it's just more fun. Everybody. It's just more fun. <laughs> that would be... Those are videos I would like to watch. Not me. It's probably more lethal now. Because you got to think of it this way, man. You're <laughs> at risk of a heart drop. attack. They're, they're running across the park lot. They just drop on the ground. <laughs> I, would, I would laugh so hard. But think of it this way, though. I mean... These people are all vaccinated and shit. Their hearts are already weak. That'll put them over mm-hmm. the edge. Well, that's not my problem. Those idiots are all vaccinated. Of course, they're gonna, their hearts are going to explode. Anyway, he, he the girl got in the car. He locked the doors, drove to an abandoned lot, and forced her to do the sex act. He's been a police officer since 1989. He retired after his, his, his orgasm. The victim sued him in the city, and the case was settled. He, he was federally indicted in uh, 2022 because he abused his power. They said that... Uh, since the woman was a sex worker, Sajak knew it would be difficult for her to report the crime to the police, and that he was basically using his power against them, and that's what their their main thing was against mm-hmm. them. And yeah, he's he's screwed, man. Good. I don't even know like what the because if he's is doing there, that, that, who knows what the fuck else he's been doing? Yeah. 
you know, how many times did he do that? How many times did he use his badge to freaking get his way with whatever the fuck it is? Yep. How many times did he threaten his wife or girlfriend? Yeah. You know, can't tell can't tell on me. I'm a cop. You know, I'm not exactly. going to get in trouble. Like, So if he did it one time, I guarantee, and he's been a cop since 89, he's done some other shit along the way. Absolutely. It's just this woman was brave enough to freaking speak up. That's what we need. We need people like that that are brave God. to actually say something. That's man. terrible. It's fucked up, man. You gotta think of it this way. You give this guy a fucking badge, give him a gun, and say, all right, go out there and protect people. And I guess maybe that kind of power can get to people, you know? It gets to some. Like, I, I just, I don't know. People get comfortable, too, on jobs. They do. I mean, like, if you bring in a new hire, they're always gung-ho. They fucking, they make sure the counters are wiped down and shit. And then in six months, they're fucking got their feet up on there. They're spitting all over the oh, yeah. floor and shit. They, they, they Talking in the back the room. Going out for a smoke oh, break. Oh, it's a fucking customer. Fuck them. <laughs> like, you're here for that. You're not here to be in the, you're supposed to be out there, you fucking. So now, let this person who still cares with no soul fucking work. Yeah. Yes, I took out some personal aggression just there. But yeah, seriously, that's the way it is, man. So you become a cop. You're like, oh, I'm going to protect people. And after a while, you're like, fuck people. And then, hey, look, there's a whore. My wife didn't do this, so I'm going to make her do You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, you you got to think of it that way. This is how they are. What do you got? Well, a Florida man is breathing easier now that 150 live bugs have been removed from his nose. 150 bugs were in his nose, I can dude. Feel, I can feel them now. Thanks. The unidentified patient went to a hospital earlier this month after noticing that his whole face felt like it was on fire, according to a Friday report. Although the man first started experiencing symptoms in October, it wasn't until recently that they became serious. Over a couple hours, my face just started swelling, my lips swelled, I could hardly talk, the patient told First Coast News. I couldn't even get up to go to the bathroom without my nose starting to bleed. Oh. Yeah, no thanks. I mean, they're just scratching and yeah. laying eggs and shit. The man visited uh, HCA Florida Memorial Hospital in Jacksonville and consulted with Dr. Uh, David Carlson, an ear, nose, and throat specialist who was on call. Carlson was shocked when he looked inside the man's nose with a camera. He saw dozens and dozens of bugs feeding on the nose and sinus cavity, some as big as the end of his pinky. Yeah, no. No thanks. Like, how did you not know that there, like, you knew something wasn't right, but how did you not know bugs were crawling around in there? How do you, you not feel, feel that they're moving, man? 157. Just a, a constant, I mean, you got bugs, they have multiple legs. Yeah. Times how many bugs were in there? 157. All right, so let's say 157, let's say they each have six legs. That's like, you know, six, nine, that's, that's oh, well over a thousand fucking little tip, 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 moving around mm -hmm. your nose at any given time. I knew he was in big trouble. There Ugh. was erosion that was occurring near the skull base. They're fucking in your nose and shit. Very close to his eye and his brain, Carlson said. At first, the phys physician tried using suction to remove the insects, which were in the larva stage, uh, but they were too large, so he had to extract them one by one from the man's nose. They were right up against his skull base, right under the brain. Had they gone through that, it could have killed him. Fuck. That. I hate this. I hate this guy. I hate him so much. And people say I wait too long to go to the doctor. It's been like 30 years. Uh, the bugs have since been sent off to determine their species. The patient is expected to make a full recovery. It remains a mystery how the larva uh, got inside the man's nose. But he told First Coast News that the problem might have stemmed from his bad hygiene habits when handling dead fish. Before I would rinse, I can my, see that. Yeah, before I would rinse my hands in the river. Now I'll use cleaner to do a better job and not touch my nose or hand. Yeah, he he was messing with the fish. Didn't think he scratched his nose and that. Shit, and yeah, whatever the hell exactly bacteria was. shit was on the fish, nasty dude. Mm -mm. The most rotten shit. Life comes from. That's why it, it's so amazing, man. Like if you leave meat out, a chicken, right? Yeah. You, you can eat chicken, it goes through your body, you shit it out, you flush it down the toilet, you never think about it again, all right? But if you leave that same piece of chicken out in the ground, and you come back a week later, there's a bunch of maggots, and it's like life will come from that. It's so weird how it decomposes, and you got life coming from that shit, even though it's disgusting. And then that turns into a fly. It's really crazy how the whole fucking thing works, man. Yes, I am high. Go to binoid.com and use code NERD to save 10% on all your CBD, THC needs. That's my stuff. fear, though. Like... Something crawling in my ear, my nose, my mouth, because I'm a mouth breather, so I know at yeah. night, like, like 
I just can't. I can't yeah. even think about it. It freaks me out. I'll never forget like watching the one season of Survivor and the girl had like a bug went, was in her ear. And it took like days for the bug to crawl its way out. Like I would mm. flip the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Because you can hear it and feel it moving in there. She was in so much pain. No, I'm like, you. I can't. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. Disgusting. Before we keep, uh, you know, fucking just revolting people out there, let's change it and go to something different here. Florida, I mentioned Dunkin' Donuts, and here we go. A story about Dunkin' Donuts where this Florida Dunkin' Donuts employee burned after their customer threw hot coffee in their face. Ugh. How much fucking pain would that be? Like, seriously, why, like, how pissed off are you? Like, what was wrong with the order that you had to throw scolding hot coffee at the worker? Like, how, like, I don't understand. That's terrible. I've seen you almost throw Chipotle bowls back at people. I have, (laughs) that has never happened. I would never waste Chipotle (laughs) That would never, ever happen. There you go. All right, so this person was burned after an angry customer threw hot coffee in her face. The Newport Ritchie Police Department was called to the incident, which happened at about 8.45 a.m. on Sunday morning at a Dunkin' Donuts on U.S. Highway 19. When officers arrived, they learned a man had been given an extra cup of coffee for free by an employee at the Dunkin' Donuts. Police said the man became irate but did not elaborate further. He then threw the hot cup of coffee at the employee's face, causing her skin to blister. So he was so given like third degree burns, right? Yeah. If it's blistering. <laughs> but they learned the man had been given an extra cup of coffee for free. Right, he and he rate. still wasn't happy. I mean, what's the point? Here's a, unless they were like, here, take it, you cheapskate. You know how some people can just yeah. you know like because workers now it's not the same as it used to be in retail. People, you got workers give you attitude right back. They're like this thing sucks. Well, fuck you, you suck. Like, Whoa, what? Yeah. Right. Uh, now police are searching for the suspect and have released a series of images on social media. And they got a description of the car and everything. But yeah, man, I, I don't know what it was, but people are fucking outlandish out there, man. Crazy shit going on in the world. I would not want to work with the public anymore. No. I don't know how you do it, man. Before, you used to be able to have a conversation at the freaking checkout line. Now it's like you got to be careful what you say. You might offend somebody. Oh, man, I, I fucking called this guy sir, and yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get into a fight now after this. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't say anything. I mean, the weirdest ones for me were always like when like a little boy comes in, and like little boys and little girls. A lot of time they look the same, mm-hmm. especially if your little boy's got long hair. You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, oh, how how old is she? Yeah, it's he. Well then, oh oh, well you acknowledge it. Cut his fucking hair. He's a boy. <laughs> Cut his fucking hair. Oh oh, you just realized it. I know a good barber. You stupid cunt. There you go, you fucking weird woke bastards. I hate people, man. I hate them. Oh, my God. All right, so here's another one for you. A woman lost her $823,000 injury claim after lawyers found a photo of her winning a Christmas tree throwing competition. I had that, I'm, uh, and I deleted it, so I'm glad you grabbed it. This is crazy, man. I'd be, yeah. Oh, man. She was celebrating her winnings by... Who the fuck? Is this a thing, Christmas tree throwing? There it is. Well, they're drunk. It's Ireland. A woman Fuck in, off. <laughs> what are you about to drink when we're done with this show? A woman in Ireland who sued an insurance company for $823,000 had her claim tossed out after the court site photo of her taking part in a Christmas tree throwing competition. So she never saw that show back in the day where they would have an investigator do this shit. It was on TV. They would catch people doing this. People try to get away with some fucked up shit, man. Yeah. Like, legit, I didn't even know this was a thing. Like, a five-foot-tall, like, real Christmas tree. She picked it up and chucked it. Mm-hmm. And then she won. And the, she was pictured in the paper. You dumb fuck. Well, she won, like, 50 bucks. <laughs> so she sued, she sued up RSA Insurance over what she said were back and neck pains from a car crash. The accident rendered her unable to work for more than five years, she said. She also said she could not carry her children finished chores or left a heavy bag and at a time she needed her medication to be brought to her in bed due to the pain. But a photo shown to the Irish High Court in Limerick featured her chucking a Christmas tree in January 2018, right after her car crash in 2017. She's a resident of a town called Ennis. She was one of the people photographed tossing a five-foot spruce tree at the local tree uh, tree throwing competition seen in this BBC article. Contestants compete to see who can hurl a tree the farthest. So she won this thing, and she didn't win very much money. It was 50 bucks. And there you go, man. They fucking caught her, and they threw her case out. She she was going to win this fucking case, too. Yeah. 
Now, how would you feel if you fuck this up for me? And I'd be like, dude, we had so much money, and you were out there throwing Christmas trees, and you got caught. You said you and your sister were going out for lunch. What the fuck? But I want 50 bucks. <laughs> you and your fucking ribbon. Get the fuck out of this house. I finally got a trophy. I did it. Oh, my God. What would you do in this situation? I, just, I wouldn't be throwing Christmas trees. What would you say to And I would, you know what? I, I, I would never be in this position because I am so afraid and paranoid. That if I'm not injured, I'm not going to say that I am. Mm-hmm. Because I remember shows back in the day, the, like people, private investigators would be like creeping mm-hmm. on people. Oh, they're not wearing a cast and taking pictures and shit. Like, the, I would be the one that was freaking caught. Yeah. So there is no way in hell I would ever do this because I would be horrified looking over my shoulder all the damn time. Like, oh, I'm about to go outside, get my crutches. You know, like they I have just, investigators. If they're not going to just hand over eight hundred and thirty thousand dollars to somebody, they're going to monitor that shit. It's their money, man. They're going to make sure it's going idiots. for the right reason. I don't know. They're fucking stupid, man. But that's just the way people are nowadays. You know, they're not very bright. What else you got? I have one more. A wedding guest argued with the bride Saturday evening before assaulting her and striking multiple wedding goers with his hands and feet, according to police. Uh, cops allege that Ronte Stokes, a 45-year-old ex-con, attended the February 24th nuptials of Anita Brooks, his sister, at the event hall in Largo, Florida. During the wedding celebration, Stokes got into a verbal altercation with the bride. The defendant battered the bride and created a disturbance at the reception, according to a felony complaint. After striking the 48-year-old Brooks, Stokes was escorted out of the reception hall and struck several other victims. A group, <clears throat> a group that cops charge included his 65-year-old mother, a niece, his brother-in-law, and a bridesmaid. So he was just fucking everybody up. Everybody, And man. it's all his family. Did not discriminate. When questioned by police, Stokes reportedly admitted uh, to pushing his sibling to the ground. Court records indicate that alcohol may have played a role in Stokes' alleged 10 p.m. rampage. You fucking think... I'm bike. sorry, but I am not going to be at no damn wedding reception at 10 p.m. Yeah, I mean, that's when the that party gets started. That shit is my bedtime. Like, that's when the party gets started for these young folk, man. I'm like 80 years old. Like, mm-hmm. I need to be in this house by like 11 a.m. Yeah. Um, so he was booked into the county jail early Sunday on five battery counts, which were charged as felonies due to a prior felony battery conviction. Stokes was also hit with a misdemeanor criminal mischief uh, rap for allegedly throwing a ceramic lawn chair into a glass door as he was being removed from the reception venue. Stokes, who has a lengthy rap sheet, was convicted last month of disorderly intoxication and fined $500. He has also been found guilty of possessing uh, fentanyl and marijuana and has spent a combined total of more than 10 years in the Florida State Prison. Oh, damn. So this dude is a real fucking loser. He's 10 years in prison. And then he just goes and beats the hell out of his whole family at this wedding. It's his poor sister. I mean... And, the, and her new husband is probably like, what the fuck am I getting myself into? Well, I guess we know who's sitting at the head of the table at Thanksgiving this year. Oh, God. I don't know. He fucking took the title away from old, from old grandpa. Jesus. I don't know, That's man. nuts. That's fucking insane there. But you know what, man? That's why I think families should just stay the fuck away from each other after a certain time. Because it's like these people know you better than anybody else. They see you at your worst. They see you at your best. And after a certain time, it's just like, listen, time to start fresh. The only way you can do that is by cutting these motherfuckers off. Like we did. Look at how happy we are. <laughs> oh, God. All right, I got another one here for you. So this teenager, this is, and we're going to end these on some good ones today, all right? Mm-hmm. So this teenager was struggling to find size 23 shoes to wear, and certain someone came to his rescue. Damn. A Missouri teenager who has a face that only a mother could love. He longed to find tennis shoes that fit comfortably. He finally has some of his own things to NBA superstar Shaquille O'Neal, who does this a lot, apparently. This, this dude, man. Yeah. Nice guy. He's always doing something for somebody. Well, he owes us all a lot of reparations for that movie Steel that he made. It was fucking awful. He, he, he owes us a lot of money. Everybody, he fucking anybody who's seen the movie Steel is, is owed at least fifteen dollars or whatever you paid to see that fucking bullshit in the theater when you were a kid. Anyway, his name is Jarrell Bolden. He's sixteen years old. He stands at six foot five, weighs three hundred eighty pounds, and wears a size twenty three shoe. Damn man! 
Because of the size of his feet, his mother had struggled to find shoes that fit him comfortably. Bolton and his mother first uh, told television station KCT5 in uh, January that they were struggling to find shoes he could fit. The story made the rounds, and it caught Shaquille O'Neal's eye, who said, Hey, that was me when I was a kid. So immediately he got this kid's contact information. He called the people down at the station that ran the story. That's and, awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> it's pretty freaking cool, man. So Shaquille O'Neal, he got in touch with them, and he sent them quite a few pairs over the years. So he sent them some Jordans, some of his old uh, Shaquille O'Neal shoes, and he loaded this kid up. There was also help from GoFundMe, too. So this is going to cost thousands of dollars to have custom-made shoes, I guess. They can't... Where do you even go for that? Like, who do you contact? I need custom shoes, man. That's crazy. But, I mean, you would think that they would have, for the same price, or maybe, like, a little bit... Why does it have to be so much more to buy a pair of shoes? Like, oh, man, you know, because we we stop at size 15, but after that, I mean, it just costs so much more to get a little bit more material. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Is it that much of a discrepancy you got to charge that much money? Anyway, be, well, they probably think, well, NBA players, the only ones are going to buy these, and they got money, so they're going to jack the price up. That's probably what they thought, and you got this fucking poor kid. Anyway, as of Monday, they raised $12,000 in their GoFundMe. The shoes Shaq sent are a huge help. Bolden's mother told KCTV5 that the money the teen's family raised via GoFundMe will help buy shoes as he grows. So he ain't done yet. He told USA Today that he likes video games and cartoon characters, so he's trying to soak everybody. He's probably trying to get fucking... Who well, he's 16. Microsoft to send him something next. Hey, Katie, your hands are too big. Here's a custom controller on a new fucking 360. Oh, what the fuck? So there you go. That's always a sweet story. And never to be outdone, Sherry wanted me to let you know. Oh, God. She wanted me to let you know some stuff here, so hold on a second. Oh, that fucking baby pig that you were so damn worried about. You couldn't sleep the other night. You were worried about that damn baby pig. She wanted me to let you know it was finally rescued after being tossed like a football at Mardi Gras. Oh, Dude. my God. I mean, when you think of a football, it's pigs. They, they call it pigskin, right? But you don't throw a pig. They're so cute. Piglets are adorable. They are, and then, and then they grow. And then they grow, and they're ugly, and then you want to eat them. They're, before they eat all your shit, because they will destroy everything in your house. You cannot have a pet pig. That's why people that get them, they're like, oh, they're so cute, and then you never see them again after they're piglets. You know, what, what, hey, what happened to that celebrity that was taking pictures of the pig? No, the, uh, Alexa Bliss would have uh, pictures and stuff of her pig. The one Logan teen... Paul let his, remember that? Like, let his roam. We've had a story about it. Yeah, it um, the one teen mom that I used to watch, she, she had a pet pig and would post pictures of it. No, she was the pig. I know which one you're talking about. The one with the big nose? I don't think so. She was the pig. In fact, she didn't have a pig. It was her. It was actually her that they were filming. <laughs> Making all those weird sounds in the pen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Muddle over back and I think shit. you're thinking of a different one, but... And there was one that had, like, the weird fucking nose that was all smushed in. She had glasses. Yeah, she was on a... I think no, she was on a different team. I don't know. I don't watch these fucking Listen, shows. I'm just saying. Like, some some people keep them. Sherry wants me to let you know this. This is urgent. She, she marked this email urgent because she knows yeah. you were fucking up all night. So <laughs> this thing was rescued after being tossed around like a fucking football. The Humane Society of Louisiana said a witness saw a few men in a park by a parade throwing what looked like a football to each other. When the witnesses got closer, they noticed the object was a baby pig. The baby pig was scared and was making squealing noises. Of course it was. Man, how about these motherfuckers get picked up and thrown like that? The witness approached the men and demanded that they give them the baby pig, which they did. The, The Humane Society said that the witness brought the pig to them. We are grateful that Piglet was removed from such a harsh environment. Oh, they're getting a lawsuit. They, they named the Piglet. He was removed from such a harsh environment and is now enjoying the comfort of a safe and secure space, which we hope that every animal gets to experience while on our planet. We're equally grateful to the dozens of people who donated towards his medical care. Nice. And the thousands who viewed our brief video. The pig went through a few medical exams and appeared to be uninjured, which is awesome. He's expected to weigh about 80 pounds when fully grown. His foster named him Piglet. The two people have applied to adopt them, including District 65 State Rep Lauren Ventrella, who's going to immediately get rid of that motherfucker once uh, it gets too big. So, that's a sweet story, man. That's cute. People are fucking assholes, man. Seriously. Why would you throw a fucking live animal? It's just. That's so fucking cruel. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I'm glad it's okay, but it's probably traumatized. You know, poor thing. Piglets are so fucking cute. I don't know. I spend a lot of time pretty stoned, and I fucking think about what animals are thinking all the time, you know? I'm, I'm always trying to sit there and think, like, if I'm watching something on TV, and it's like there's, like, a wolf, like, drinking out of a creek, you're like, what Like what goes through that thing's head? I'm looking at Tuxedo Cat. Tuxedo Cat the other day, he refuses to step on our property. 
since fucking our dog just went nuts and barked at it. It was across the street staring at me. It was staring at the other thing at the uh, the bird feeder or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, like, that cat is probably like, man, I, I, like, what is it, what's going through that cat's head? Is that thoughts like us? Or is it sit there and be like, I would love to go over there, but that fucking sound <laughs> just scared the shit out of I don't No, I can't, you know? Yeah. I really want that guy to pet me, but that fucking thing behind him was just going to do a, I don't know, man. And they're just so innocent, you know? And then you got us just fucking with them doing stupid shit like that. Those guys really need to be taught a fucking lesson. A couple of assholes. There you go. I'm fucking stoned, man. I'm, ram- I'm the rambling man. <laughs> it's a hell of a day and it's Wednesday. Which means we're halfway through the week, and we're going to make it to Friday. I'm excited. I think we're going to make it. Maybe you'll actually have something to bring to the table for the intro next time. Oh, shut up. Maybe you'll I do d- something with yourself. Shut up. Did you tap the screen a bit? Did you get anything good? Um, yeah, I got a couple clips. I got a go. Becky Lynch. There you go. I got, I got... Is she still pretty? <sighs> she, she's all right. Good. I changed the picture. All right, so listen, it's time to get into your favorite segment of the show, and I have no fucking clue why. I think you'll get about ten more flips before I figure it out. The last one, goddammit. All right, so I don't know if we can ever top the last one, but we're going to try today. This person wants to know Am I the asshole for getting a $25 gift card for my dad's birthday? I'm a dad, so I guess I'll have to chime in on this one. So we were coming up at the end of our budget ahead of payday. And while we don't live paycheck to paycheck, we do operate on a budget. I told my husband to get his dad a $40 gift, gift certificate ahead of his dad's birthday dinner. He didn't hear the amount I said and got one for 25 Not something I'd really think to check up on before he put it in the envelope. That's a weird number, though. 40 Yeah, I, I, what, I don't know. There's just some numbers are just weird numbers. You would think 50 Yeah, if you're going to do 40 put like 40 bucks in a card. I think that'd be... I don't know. It's just That's so weird. weird for a gift card. I don't it's know. weird. It was just to get a done thing as we were already on our way to the dinner. We just wanted to get a quick present. When his father received it, he said thanks and gave us each a hug, and not a single thing clued me in as being off. He's actually pretty easygoing in general. Two days later, smack in the middle of the workday, my husband... Oh my goodness, this is not good. My husband's mom calls him asking if we have financial problems. Ooh. All right, so you want to take a second here and figure out exactly what happened in the household? The old dad's like, oh, thanks for the gift. And he's like, these cheap fucks. You know that's what happened. Well, it's twenty five bucks. Who gives their dad twenty five dollars? Who who gets anything? I mean, I, I I don't ask for anything, and I don't get, and that's fine with me. I'm okay with that. Why is well, this they dad? don't work. They yeah. they can't do anything, and I don't work. So, but like... even even in the future, <clears throat> even when they they get their shit together, I don't spend your money on yourself. Just give me yeah. a hug and just call me my birthday, and I'll be happy. I don't care. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I, this this dad is really pissing me off because he obviously they obviously had a conversation about it. They only got you twenty five dollars. Yeah. You fucking ass. What, what were you expecting? Why, why are you holding standards for your kids to get you a gift? That's not, you know. Because it's very low. But still. If you're going low like that, yeah. buy a gift. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, if you're gonna, if you're only doing 25 bucks, then fuck the gift card and go just get a gift. You know what I would have done? The kind of person that I am, and I'm a pretty quick thinker, what I would have <laughs> said is, oh, I'm sorry. Was it not enough? Do you guys need more money? Or are you guys having issues? You guys need more? Okay, okay, well, we'll send you a bigger gift card if you guys need it. <laughs> Immediately throwing that shit right back in their fucking face. He was extremely confused and had no idea what she was talking about. Apparently, she was unhappy with the amount he got his dad. She claims his dad didn't say anything but had a disappointed look when he opened it. He opened it in front of us and didn't look the least bit disappointed and gave us hugs, so I didn't think she was being honest. She probably didn't know he opened it in front of us. Needless to say, my husband was completely guilt-ridden, and I was slightly humiliated by the questions and then a bit put off by the boldness. While I recommended a higher amount initially, what's done is done, we can't take that back. I found the questions off-putting, regardless of the amount. So are we the assholes for getting a $25 gift card and being this upset about it? I guess not, but I would never... I would never give my parents a $25 gift card. That seems so low. We do 100 when we give them one. Yeah, for Christmas. Yeah. And there's two of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, at least give them a 50. Like, the 40 was even a weird uh, thing. I agree. That's, like, such a weird, random 
Extremely amount. random. It's it's uh, like what, like that's that's odd. I, I don't I don't know. I I guess because I guess we're just different. I think because there's certain numbers. They're, they're always round numbers. You think of a gift card. You get a twenty five dollar gift card, a fifty dollar gift card, a hundred dollar gift card. It, it always comes in certain increments. Whenever you're buying them, normally at the register, you see those amounts. I think that's probably see, one of those. And I I I hate gift card giving. Yeah. Like I really do. I don't I don't like giving my parents a gift card. But I hate it for the kids. That being said. Over the years, I have given several gifts, and they never seem to be happy. There's always, like, a comment. Yeah. Yeah. So, the last couple of years, it has literally been a gift card. Here you go, then. Yep. Go get yourself whatever. And it just makes it easier on me. But I'd rather pick stuff out. You know, like, although Sammy, Sammy loves freaking gift cards. She, she good go, She can go and buy all sorts of shit. So, I, I don't know. I just think the $25, like... I just think that's just so low. That's, but that's me. Especially I hate if you can getting the kids' more. gift cards, but the thing is, is like I get it because I was a kid not too long ago. Yeah, and I used to love getting those little freaking. Yeah. Uh, they would be coins. It not too coin. long ago, twenty five fucking years ago. Oh yeah, God. it was a fucking like, it was a freaking coin that yeah. would have an amount on it. And I would go to the mu- the CD store, go get CDs. I don't remember those, but I remember you said something about them. But I don't yeah. Remember those, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is a tough one because, like, you, you do feel bad because, I mean, I, because I'm a gift giver. We, we are gift giving people. You know, that's just our thing. If, like, you're a friend or if you're a family member or someone and you've ever gotten us a gift, we always try to do, like, we, we always try to get someone back. You know, like, like that's just how we are. We're not, like, you know, freeloading people. If someone says, let me try to send it back. So, for us to give your dad a 25, I would feel like a piece of shit doing it. I would be embarrassed. Extremely embarrassed. Like, like we do 100. Because that. that's a good number. Yeah. To me, that's more. Like, I, I think 50 would have been enough for them. But we do 100 yeah. because we try to over deliver if, when we can. We're not like, you know, bragging or anything. It's when we can, which is barely ever, but, you know. Well, this is what happens. He gives me my Christmas money. I get yeah, the like Christmas a, yeah, money and I go get a gift card and I give it to them. It, yeah, it, just this Christmas it. was ridiculous yeah. <laughs> with that. I'm like, all I'm going to do is go buy you a gift card. And hey. they, they hand it to me anyways. I'm like, okay. And, and I went and got a gift card. Here you go. <laughs> That's it. I am done buying gifts for for those two at least. Yeah. So the hell with that. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I would feel like shit. $25, I would feel like ass. I'd be like, dude, this is just fine. I mean, it would be an insult. See, me receiving it, I'd be like, oh, this is cool, thanks. It's a gift card. But me giving it, it's it's, it's like two different people almost. Like me receiving it. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't mind a $25 gift card. Me neither. Either. I think it's great. I'd be like, oh, what, what, what can I get with that? But me giving to someone, <laughs> I, would, I guess I I'm more it. worried about someone else's perception of a gift I give. Yeah. So you, you would try to be thoughtful if you're going to do it. Like make it have meaning or something like that. A random 25 bucks. I don't know. But them talking about it even, that mom is a real bitch. And this person writing is the wife. She's not the one that got yeah. the gift card. So I don't yeah. think she's an asshole. I think the the husband like The husband's that, the one that's really upset the, about it and by proxy she's brought into it. Like, yeah. So I don't I don't think you're an asshole. I just like it. Yeah. Not the asshole. A gift is a gift. I mean, think you a little people, bit better next time. No, the thing is the reason why I think gifts are gifts and it, there should be no monetary value in gifts. And that's why money doesn't mean shit to me anyway, because my thing is this is if like if someone goes to work and they work hard for the money. And they get you anything with the money that they work hard to get. You should be appreciative of that shit, no matter what it is. If they give you $100, great. If they give you $25, great. If they give you a fucking, like, a card that they paid for with that money they work for, great. Yeah. You got something, man. They're thinking about you. It's fucking take the damn present and shut the fuck up. I don't like the, the dad and the mom if they were having that conversation, which they must have, because this came up in the first place. They're, they're assholes for this. Not the woman who got it. She, she did what she could. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, a great thing. Some people don't, don't get shit. Yeah. All right, so we got the next show is our live show, and I know that's your favorite show of the week, and I'm going to take from now until then to figure out why. It might come to me, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sure. Your assignment is to watch something. You Shut gotta up. Watch I don't something. need an assignment. Watch something. I talked enough in the beginning. Shit. Watch something. I just want you to, to open up and watch something again. Mm. You have all these damn apps, and you don't watch a damn thing. We got I Netflix do. again without, ad, without ads, because I couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Well... I don't know. Guess what? A new challenge season starts in April, and the trailer came out today. Like I am, like all challenge all Great. day long. 
I am freaking pumped. Carmaria is going to be on. I am oh, so Car Maria excited. Old. She was so pretty at one point. Now she's a fucking. She's, she still she's looks like, good. She's like She Hulk now. She, she's just got some, some muscles on her arms. She now. got she got muscles on her fucking ass yeah. now. It's not not nice anymore. On her ass. What yeah. pictures were you looking at? The ones I was trying to find. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm so excited for her to finally like yeah. officially be back, and that's that's in April. So we are going to be doing our show, our live show is up. Like I said earlier, it's going to be at 6 o'clock Eastern time. You can follow us at the, uh, what the hell, I forgot what the hell Twitter's Bobby. link was, was at Voices it's, of Misery. You can see the link there. I'll post it before the show. I'll actually go on there and do it. You can find us at Voices of Misery on all <laughs> platforms. Most are crying. I'll do it, man. I promise I'll do it. I'm high. And Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, really quick. And he's going to keep No, really quick. Him. I just want to throw this out there. I don't think I mentioned this, but I'm getting a mushroom bar. Yeah. I, it's no. coming. Should I take that before the live show? No. It's a thousand milligram you can't milk take the whole thing. chocolate mushroom bar. But you can't Mushrooms, see, people. You can't be stupid and take the whole thing. Because well, I'm be, not dealing with it. I'm not dealing with it. And we have kids in the house, so dude, we have to be guys, responsible. What would happen? You can take one small bite. And then see what happens. What would happen if, like, I'm talking to you guys, like, like this so thing hasn't even it. hit yet, and then all of a sudden, like, it's like a movie where everything turns into a Disney. It looks like you guys turn into Disney characters. There's like yeah, a, yeah. there's like a raccoons and shit. I'm gonna lucky you in this room. Songs in the trees, and I'm fucking on a magic carpet. And then I wake up in the police station, like, where the fuck am I? Where are my clothes? You're not good. Yeah, no. <laughs> Tell me you can find us. I, I already did. All you right, keep well then going. we'll see it. Well then we'll see it. Have a good one. <laughs>